0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with myself, Maria Paith. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about, is it things that go bump in the night? Really, sleep paralysis is um, a question that's come up with one of the the listeners. And I thought it was really interesting because they were kind of relating it to um, spooky experiences and and having um, a, a you know a sensation of somebody watching them, and um, is this you know about is this about a spirit you know coming in to to bother um, the sleep etc. And I, I think it's really a very interesting question. I want to share a little bit of information from um, this a website uh, called I believe it's Psychic. Like Psych Central. So P-S-Y-C-H Central. And um, they have some pretty good research and definitions on there about sleep paralysis. So in general, sleep paralysis, if some of you have never experienced it, is a feeling of being awake but not able to move. You kind of feel like you're frozen in time. And it's actually something that many people experience it's quite typical for you to experience this at least once maybe you know several times in your life and we fall asleep and then you go into a really deep sleep so there's these levels of sleep of course the um the levels are called beta beta is being awake and then alpha is this altered state which we kind of go in and out of on a regular basis in our daily life we go in and out of of alpha state um, kind of daydreaming sometimes or thinking about your list of what you have to do or what you're going to be doing etc and um, it is a, a typical wakefulness but kind of being in what we call the daydream state Theta is deeper trance. And so the actual state of, you know, being um, right before sleep. And this is where I am believing that we get the sleep paralysis is in theta state. It's also a part of the hypnosis state when, when I'm working with people th- with hypnosis sessions that we want people to be in that um, kind of deeper trance and that helps them to work through situations, see their life more. Um, objectively, and also experience healings. It's a really beautiful place, but it can also be this place where you may find yourself in sleep paralysis. And then um, the last state of of consciousness that is connected to sleep is is actually delta, which means like you're asleep, you're 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 good, you're in dreamland, you are far into sleep. So. What is sleep paralysis? It's kind of a natural part of the sleep process. And it does happen during REM, the REM cycle, your natural sleep um, state where you begin like to really relax and then dreams come in and dreams will come in both in deep trance in delta and I mean in in deep sleep delta and in in um, theta where that kind of deep trance is. And so the, you know, the um, sleep paralysis is sometimes considered a a disorder. I would argue that unless you are having episodes of something that's happening pretty regularly, like, you know, two or three times a week, that it may not be, um, you know, connected to a, a medical condition or a sleep disorder. But some uh, studies show that people that are narcoleptic that do fall asleep, you know, just like anywhere, everywhere can also have ex- instances of sleep disorder. And that's more of a, you know, actual physiological, you know, body um, function difference or dis. dis order so to speak i don't like to say that anything is a diss, but um, you get the picture and sleep uh, paralysis can occur you know when we have when you may be under um, the you know the care of of medicine and taking some deeper um, medicines that can zonk you out as well so that it can be a result of maybe too much um, medication in the system or your body not really being quite um, used to it it can also be the um, result or symptom of um, somebody that you know is drinking a bit more and is um, you know having again this paralysis feeling heavy drinking can affect this so can eating heavy heavy meals and so there's you know some reasons why these can happen but some symptoms of sleep paralysis is like feeling like you're conscious and but you're not able to move you know and you may even have hallucination like you might feel like there's an intruder or a supernatural entity or something or that you're getting like you know physically attacked you may have a hallucination Um, you can even you know have a hallucination that involves smell and sound And there can be a sense of like something dangerous, you know, in the room or you have a presence of fear. Um, People also have reported pressure, you know, on their throat or feelings of suffocation, breathlessness. Um, Also again, fear, 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 anxiety, and then um, feeling extremely sleep deprived during the day, feeling sleepy then and um, or having fragmented sleep, all of these things can be symptoms that you are um, a good candidate for sleep paralysis. And so there um, is, you know, a lot of data that's been done on this um, condition and there is a record of 7% of the general population experiencing um, episodes of sleep paralysis. So there, you know, are a number of people that generally have this the um, other ideas, too, is like, you know, how can we prevent it? And I think I've touched base on, on some of this, the sleep paralysis. So, you know, you're suddenly thinking you're awake and then you can't move your body and your eyes are closed and you're afraid to open them because you fear that something, you know, dangerous is in the room with you. And so you may, you know, be hallucinating you may be having um, a very vivid dream and you may have sleep paralysis and um, that reaction of not wanting to open your eyes or feeling that fear is around you is normal and not for you to suddenly, you know, decide that it is like a super natural up, you know, disassociation, or a ghost in the room. Um, so like, take a step, you know, back and, and really, in your mind is where all of this is happening most of the time, because as a person who works with spiritual energy, as a person who has practiced as a medium, as a person who connects with angels, I'm here to tell you that spirits cannot physically hurt you physically attack you they cannot do that and your mind can do that your behavior can hurt yourself you can lash out at yourself or in fear run into something or you know begin to um panic and you know cause yourself great distress but they will not do that So it is not the case of, um, you know, ghosts interfering. It's not like the movies. People, they do not interfere with your life in that way. But they will come um, in a dream state and talk to you and maybe share. And it could be a dramatic experience that you have. It could be a sense of, you know, you seeing or feeling um, very, you know, um, exposed or, or imagine, um, danger, but again, there is no physical harm to you by spiritual energy. It it is not possible. It's not going to happen. Can spirit move things? They have on occasion. Um, but they're not gonna bang them into you and make, you know, you, um, have a, a, it's an accident but your mind can do that to you your own mind can make you distressed and have you you know just react out of that stress so um, here are some you know contributing factors to sleep paralysis it can it can be you know that maybe you're sleeping on your back and you need to shift because um, that may, you know, change your experience, and you may, um, you know, be using maybe a bit too much alcohol or, or drinking or eating heavy foods before sleep. And so, try to give yourself a couple hours between any kind of any kind of drink beverage. Just not water. Water's fine, but you know, other beverages. Um, and heavy foods before sleeping? Have you been exposed to trauma or have you been watching you know, scary movies or traumatic experiences on TV? And, and those can play back in your mind and your own subconscious during the Delta aspect. The deep sleep is going to play the, some of those things out so that you are processing them, getting them out of your system. Um, genetics can play a little but I don't think there's a lot of studies on genetics and related to sleep paralysis, but sometimes it does, um, you know, have a one experience is similar to another because there could be a little medical condition that that is affecting. Sometimes medical conditions run in families. Um, you can also, you know, get like a lot of cramping. Maybe you're a leg leg cramp person, or you feel, you know, cramping in your sleep because you're not drinking enough water during the day. There are, um, you know, many reasons for such. Um, Situations, or perhaps you experience my, na- migraines or narcolepsy. As I mentioned earlier, narcolepsy is one of those, um, you know, really a sleep disorder and an awake disorder because you may find yourself asleep, you know, just immediately falling asleep um, in the middle of whatever a lecture or a, a meeting with somebody. It's kind of like an absence seizure in a way. And that's, of course, a would be a diagnosis that you would have, and then there are proper support systems for for narcolepsies. Um, But it can be related to, and so can migraine headaches be related to sleep paralysis. Um, Experiences, you know, that uh, other situations that they suggest is um, kind of a prep before bed. So I think this is really important to establish a nightly routine you know, to um, consider kind of helping yourself to ease down into a more restful state. Be careful of blue, you know, the blue um, light or or, um, consider blue light glasses, blocking glasses if you're using a computer. Even our large TV screens now can also affect, you know, your your sleep cycle a bit. Um, Keep your room dark and cool and quiet, you know, and use your bed only for sleep. Like don't have a TV in there. Don't have um, a bunch of electronics in there because electronics can mess with your energy and that again can disturb your sleep. Um, And you know, consider exercising more regularly and during your waking hours, of course, and This cultivating of a pre-relaxation routine can be something like where maybe you do a little bit of stretching or um, you might drink, you know, some warm water or or a warm, relaxing tea. Um, Those things can can help you. And then they suggest avoiding daytime napping because the napping can, um, you know, interrupt a nice, heavy delta sleep cycle. And this idea of, you know, like allowing yourself to sleep, sometimes even listening to a guided meditation as you go to sleep can help you to really um, relax and get yourself more in that space of a quiet um, alpha kind of an altered state. And all of this will help you to have less sleep paralysis. But people that are deprived of sleep and have erratic schedules or are under a great deal of stress can experience this paralysis. And it's nothing to fear. And again, if you are awake then, and you're afraid to open your eyes because you might see something scary, then do, I always say, let's say a prayer, you know, an intention. Beautiful Lord, surround me with your light. Bring your angels forth to support me at this time. You can, this you have much control over. Another idea too is if you are in the middle of a really exciting dream and then suddenly you are feeling this paralysis, like you you want to wake up. Um, in the dream, you can consciously do something Erratic. You can, you know, say, okay, I'm going to fly off into the, into the, the heavens. Um, so I'm flying, and that can shift you out of paralysis too. If you're in that deeper space. But a prayer, some deep breathing, beginning to slowly come out. Don't panic, because if you feel like your body's really heavy, your body still hasn't woke, hasn't awakened yet. So no need to panic. There isn't anything that can hurt you. It is more important for you to learn to react in a way that is calm and relaxing and in control. So if your heart is racing because you just felt like this terrible dream woke you up and you're not able to move, then remember you're in charge. Take a deep breath, call in the support of the light beings, and breathe, and then slowly begin to consider wiggling your toes, your fingers, and move, move, move your body gently. There isn't any fear. So again, nothing spiritual can hurt you physically, ever. If you see an apparition in front of you, or like I think I just saw a ghost, that ghost, that apparition, that vision cannot hurt you physically. You can start running and lose your mind and trip over stuff and hurt yourself and break an arm. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do to yourself. But spiritual energy is not going to hurt you. The evil of the movies are not true. Is there evil in this world? Yes, most people are very evil with each other. But spiritual energy is 99% of the time benevolent. And especially if you're the kind of person that surrounds yourself with light and love and prayerfulness, prayerful intention, you're going to have more light and love. And what about those minutes when you're angry and you're frustrated or the days or the nights or the years that you used to work with the dark nights, the dark energies? They're gone. They're not here anymore. That might have been yesterday. I've never worked with dark energies. And so I feel like there's a circle of white light around me that like dark bounces off. But that doesn't mean that I'm not tested. That doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't challenges in my life many challenges. But will spiritual energy be inviting those challenges? They invite opportunities for me to learn and grow and expand as they do for you. But it is not typically evil. People choose evil. We have free will. Spirit works more benevolently. All kinds of spiritual energy. Is there a physical and spiritual war going on? Not really, but there is forces of energy and frequency that can work against each other. How do you have power over that? You have power over yourself. So take a deep breath. Call in the intentional white light, the love, the positive. Call in your angels. Call in... The and invoke God's presence, Mother and Father God of the universe. Call in the goodness in your heart and think loving thoughts and stop the fear with love. Loving thoughts. The first time you held a little puppy and you just wanted to love it, the same thing the first time you held your own child. The idea of, oh day laughing um, with, you know, kids at an amusement park, or maybe it's a little bit scarier than that sometimes. But, you know, in taking a a bite of cotton candy, you know, um, something that you love something that is fun, um, experiencing the, you know, hand holding with, again, your first love, those are things that can shift your energy. And when you shift your energy, You call in peace and wholeness and support and more and more goodness. And that's what you do with fear. Take a breath, hold intentions and replace the fear with a positive space. You do want to walk through fear when you need to and you can. You do want to walk through a bad dream when you can but you keep walking, keep moving until you find that you have been able to walk away and shift and choose a different way, a different path. We are always in charge and compassion and love are with you. Choose this. And for those of you that have a fear of sleeping because you might be paralyzed in that sleep, I would be more concerned with you walking around in a state of, you know, deep trance and not really feeling or living your life. So don't numb yourself. It's okay to feel. It's good to feel. It's one of the reasons we're here. But for today, don't fear sleep paralysis and don't think that it's some, you know, evil force controlling you. I love you. Be well. God bless you. Until next time, this has been Maria Paith, Maria's Angelic Enlightenment. Much love. Hello, I'm Maria Paith, and I am an angel reader, a life and soul coach, and author of Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels. And I want to invite you to Angelic University. I created Angelic You with the intention of providing guidance and inspiration for those who are interested in angels, intuition, spiritual growth, and personal development. Members enjoy private Zoom sessions, free monthly classes, member events, and free angel readings. You can choose your level of membership and payment. Please. Find these options and participation at Patreon.com/slashMariaPath. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/slashMariaPath. M-A-R-I-A-P for Paul E-T-H. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you at Angelic University.